Thanks for checking out Party Like a Rockstar podcast. I'm your host, Joel Miller. Today's episode is brought to you by Misha's Kind Foods. They're an LA-based small business making the world's finest non-dairy cheese spreads on the market today. They're delicious and healthy, made from a cashew and almond milk, and blended with various locally sourced fresh herbs, vegetables, and spices. There's no vegetable oils, soy, fillers, starches, or nutritional yeast. It's lactose-free, paleo, keto, kosher perev, and 100% vegan. Enjoy the show. That's the funniest part. What's yeah. that? Uh, cops. We have cops. That's so rock and we roll. We do. It is rock. Very much. I think what's weird for me is I'm in a little corner of my screen. Right. And then I can, and it just, keep, my screen keeps flicking between you and Dennis. Is that how Zoom works? I have I all three of you. Yeah, there's like little password code. There's, okay, <clears throat> on the top right, it says view. Okay, cool. cool. All right, let's give it a go. I'm going to intro yeah. you, and then we can just talk about whatever the fuck. Did you watch any of the episodes, Dennis? I saw uh, the one with Frank and... Dwo- um, oh, Ahmed. Maxi? Ahmed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Ahmed and Frank Meyer, Frank, right? No, right, no, right, right. Frank, Frank Meyer and Ahmed Sava. Yeah, super fun. Yeah, that was, it was fun. so fucking yeah. random. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck we're <laughs> talking about. It was, that was cool. Okay. Well, that's... I only know Frank personally, but that's pretty much what it's like talking to him. So, <laughs> yeah, he was cool, man. Internet. He was really cool. And Amit yeah. was really cool too. We just, I think yeah. they were, I think we were all drunk before we even started. <laughs> when I say I think, I, I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, there Amit and me. I don't know if Frank was drinking. Anyway, this is random. Okay. I'll start. Yeah. John JJ Watt has performed with the Main Grains and the City Kids. Dennis El Wapo. Mm-hmm. See how it's a wapo post is a Copenhagen-based guitarist who's performed with Warrior Soul, the City Kids, <laughs> Flush the Fashion, Thor, Frank Meyer, Anton Johansson, Sabic Red, Outer Space, and a number more. <laughs> My first question is: That's, just, that's some stuff. The what? That's a lot. What do we do? We just nodded. We just approved. I think we just nodded. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's good. It's a good start. <laughs> so the. Uh, I wanted to talk about ego and music because uh, I read your bio, <laughs> JJ. <laughs> the, the, the V&A Museum is now the second most artistic cultural hub in Dundee. JJ Watt is the first. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, hmm, I've worked for a frontman or two who might have put themselves in the same position. <laughs> so, I didn't write that. That's it. Uh-huh. We, we got a guy called Pete K. Malley, who's a, he's an M pair and a and a stand-up comedian and rock fan. And I'm he's from Dundee and I kind of grew up around there in my youth. Bizarre we never met each other until now, but yeah, we just kind of went, none of us wanted to write anything about ourselves and about us for the band. So we just <laughs> went, Pete, write something. So we did. He did a damn good job. It was actually really fun to read. It was pretty amusing going through them all. I mean, yeah, we didn't. At the end of the day, you know, it's like, so you're born here. You know, what what was it like being in elementary school? (laughs) O level sixteen, huh? Sixteen years old. Wow, we're you know, so it's just boring crap. He was funny. It was good. (laughs) But we didn't want to be normal, do we? You read the same thing, and it's all just. Look how awesome I am. This is wonderful. How great am I? I've done yeah. all this. It's like, 
And then we got to we got, I got to Dennis's and it just said that's the other problem with this because um asking people about elementary school, I can't remember what I did two days ago. <laughs> so that's age for you. And uh, let, let's just say yeah. that's only the age talking, it has nothing to do with alcohol. Uh, but um yeah, uh Pete is a funny guy. The the cool thing is he does it for a living, so yeah. um he can be funny about guys like JJ. JJ's yeah. fun. And all right. Yeah. Well, let's start with old. He's, sort of, he's not over here. When, yeah. Where, where are you from, Dennis? You're you are from Copenhagen. I'm from Copenhagen. Yeah. Okay. And then so uh, uh, that's that. Sorry, you were about I'm to say something really important. <laughs> I was going to cut you off. Uh, no. I'm pretty fucking sure I, I often don't say something very important. I, I, I know I listened to a couple of interviews. Answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So you about that met, one, I was drunk. <laughs> you, were, you guys met through Warrior Soul originally. Yeah. Yeah, about, we did. Um, like, so, what is I, it? I, two years I'm ago? Very, yeah. I think, I think we probably yeah, have we, we, us because we have so many mutual friends in other bands and from different times, but yeah, you know, be, kind of alcohol and age comes in and you go, did I see you at that gig? Were you playing? Um, maybe. You just say, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. That's what I just talked about. I can't remember what I did two days ago. <laughs> Nobody. I don't can. know. Was the guy in They can good? lie about it, but <laughs> who knows? <laughs> I mean, <Yeah. laughs> It's, it's important now in the, after in this the rock pandemic annals bullshit. of history. It's important to know who was on what stage. Yeah. So, um, well, the whole thing, what, what happened really was, because um, uh, I didn't really know JJ before uh, we went on tour. His band, uh, Psycho Babylon, played with Warrior Soul in Britain. And uh, so what happened was we were in Scotland and uh, I opened the fridge to the backstage room. There were pies. I assumed, well, that's a pretty Scottish thing, I guess. So uh, I'll help myself to one. Were they Welsh pies? Little did I know that. Uh, uh, you can ask JJ in a, in a minute because it was apparently his. I had no <laughs> idea. I just stuck one in the microwave of all things. I didn't know. And I ate this microwave pie and he comes in the middle of it and says, that's me pie. And I was like, shit, okay. Now you have to do a guitar solo on the album. Fine, I'll do that. But he, he was persistent about it. He kept reminding me about this fucking pie. And it, at the end of the day, I ended up playing on all songs on the entire album. I said, okay, well, we already did the album. We might as well just be a band. <laughs> so, <laughs> so was this a homemade that's, pie? Because that's important. No, no. What it is, is that No, th this was straight out of the supermarket. So, two for, yeah, two so for JJ, five. you either love your food or you're just kind of a dick. Or you were nervous both. and you were really happy to well, talk to you made excuses. It's both. Yeah, definitely both. <laughs> Pick yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. All of the pies. I can't get, as a rule, I can't get Scottish pies because I live in England. So every time I get back to Scotland, I hit a, a shop and just get loads of pies. And partially to eat there and then, but then I usually come home with two bags full of pies for myself after a show in Scotland. So I, they were in the fridge to keep them fresh for taking home the next day. Cool. And I come in and go, hey, it was pretty oh. fresh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you took home a guitar player. That's, yeah. that's what a beautiful story. 
it's kind yeah. of it's kind of fifty fifty. I still right? haven't I still haven't paid off my debt. No. <laughs> so that what though was a. Uh, that was just for you to play a track, but then you guys started talking more and you decided to form the city kids, I'm assuming, or it was, it was no JJ doesn't talk, he just keeps sending you shit. You kept <laughs> sending me shit, and I was terrified of you because I hate your pie. So I just okay, I'll record this too. And uh it ended up being a, an entire album. And then I thought, okay, I'm home yeah. free now, but this is kind of fun. So so we, <laughs> we stuck it out a bit, and uh, now we're up to like what four albums? <laughs> Well, the the one from Christmas was an EP with nine songs and a bonus track. So I suppose that sort of counts for an album. Kind of, yeah. I don't know, because you release singles on the Spotify more than uh, sell the CDs and stuff. Do you guys print CDs of your your stuff? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. And hopefully when we get on stage, we'll sell some more. Oh, so. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Yeah. So when I looked at the Spotify thing, there's an American football player named John J.J. Watterson. Have you heard of him? I looked this guy up and I'm like, what? All right. So I, I click on him and he donated $30 million. And I was like, oh, that's not him. <laughs> Wrong guy right there. But he's worth mentioning. He's a good footballer. $30 million. Bucks. Yeah. He must be doing well. Yeah. He's more important than the VM. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's um, you're in the wrong there. business, JJ. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I think there's um, yeah. I think there's a uh, there's also a racehorse somewhere, or there used to be called JJ Watt as well. Because my my old bass player found it and just sent me this message going, "Could you imagine JJ Watt riding in on JJ Watt to meet JJ Watt?" And I'm just like, "Fuck." Ah. <laughs> that could be like a, a title of the album. JJ no, that Watt would be JJ's Watts that's, horse. That's if 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 we get really really successful and I'd branch off on that ego solo trip. I thought you were already successful. Why are we wasting <laughs> our time? I, I was told you guys are huge. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, it's this. That's not what they meant by huge, but they are right. Oh, hey now. Oh, <laughs> all right. Whoa. I don't know. Is it international? What are we yeah. measuring by? I, I got. I got the measuring tape. <laughs> Metric system. <laughs> sure. All right. So here's one that's kind of lame, which is why I figured I'd ask you guys. So what type of soul do you oh. have? What, what is your warrior spirit animal? <laughs> this is like a date. And then What's uh, my warrior spirit album? Oh, no. Oh, you know what it was, actually? I, I, I wrote no, these no. notes a while ago. Hold on, hold on. So what it was is I typed in warrior soul. And if you go down Google for a little ways, that's the question. Because I was reading this right now being like, I don't give a fuck what this guy's spirit animal is. So okay, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. So well, you do now. Because I'm going to tell you. <laughs> okay, what's your spirit animal? Yeah, if you, if you type in warrior soul, that's the kind of stuff that comes up on Google. What is your warrior spirit animal? What kind of ancient male warrior are you? <laughs> you know what i find i found this out a long time ago when we did the first album I was like excited to read reviews and uh just read about the album i was on but this was the shit i constantly found on google <laughs> like uh moonstones and feathery uh dream catcher shit so um but my my uh my my warrior soul spirit animal would be a uh 
a crossover between a giraffe and a mongoose. Wow, that's <laughs> deep. A giraffe and a mongoose. <laughs> Au contraire, it's actually incredibly undeep. <laughs> it's just weird. And I'd I have to draw it out. I don't out. Know. It'd be a mean fucking giraffe. <laughs> Well, you, you got to show me a picture if you do that, because I have no idea what a mongoose looks like. It would just be like a stick figure going, I don't know, what kind of noise does a giraffe make? It's just like, burp. I don't know. <laughs> that, we should look that up. What's it it sounds pretty fly. accurate already. Burp. Burp. Giraffes. They, they we just, should record uh, the giraffe mongoose sound onto your album. Stick with me, guys. Oh. Yeah, we, we had on the last one. Mongoose impression on the yeah, last that's one. True. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why'd you press the vinyl record? It looks really cool, by the way. I like it for the city why? kids. The city kids. Yeah, I mean, is there a lot of vinyl consumers? Are you selling them at shows, or why'd you decide to do it? And then, I mean, you put time in. It looks awesome. Mainly, mainly because we wanted to. It, it, you're not really a real band, are you? Until you've got a yeah. record. That's how I used to call them. Yeah, back in the day, you know, being on vinyl yeah. is it's nice. It's just so I had one. <laughs> go look, look what I it, it is nice. Yeah, it's yeah. a nice record. It looked really good. So I was like, <laughs> oh, I got to ask about that. So yeah, because I know here in the states, but also if you go to like your, sorry, Dennis. They are. They're also expensive. They're expensive to make. But if you go to grandma's house and she says, "Oh, you're in an orchestra," and you can say, "Yes, I am." Can you prove it? And you show her a CD. It's just going to be, she's not going to know what it is, but she knows what a vinyl is. So it's to convince grandma you're in a real band. So not, like the vinyl not, record not is like grandma's. Just that, but it kind of works for that. The vinyl record's like Proof grandma's grandma. pancake and the CD would be like a crepe, which is just not enough. <laughs> Something like that. I'm trying to understand. I was pretty, con like, uh, I was... I was perfectly happy with CDs in 1998 because they were cool as fuck. But yeah, yeah. it doesn't really feel as solid. <laughs> I sold all my vinyl just to get CDs because that shit could go right out of the window. So uh, the thing this I was a new about era. CDs was CDs the same now. thing about vinyl was that I could read the liner notes and like read yeah. and read all the stuff. So my issue with the torrents yeah. and stuff, it's not the quality of the music, which a lot of people say, but I'm fucking deaf anyway. Yeah. It's a lot that is I can't read about. Yeah, me too. I like that. Yeah. Look at the artwork. Wow. Why'd they pick that? That's cool. You know, what is that? And, and kind of just get into the vibe of the album. The second thing is, is they're not albums usually. Yeah. So. You know, on a lot of albums, it was like, wow, who picked the who picked where they put it? Who, you know, who, why did they put this song before that song? I wonder if that was a big decision or I'm just bored. <laughs> so yeah, I, I liked I, all that. I, yeah, but that, that's I, the whole thing. I, I, that was we worked on that set list big time go, for, JJ? for that album. So it was side A, side yeah. B. Yeah, well, it would all be together. But I used to hate when you buy an album and you play side one and it was killer. But you'd turn it over and go. Oh, oh, that wasn't quite as exciting. So we wanted to kind of all the way down. And yeah. I think it really was. It? It's usually uh, like the third song is the big one from the radio. <laughs> yeah. So you're the first two, you're kind of like plugging yeah, along. Yeah. And then the yeah. third one, you're like, woohoo, this was the one I bought it for. And then you hope that you're sailing after yeah. that. Well, I think we put videos you're not, but yeah, but one, that's the, that... three and eight. That's what we did. So yeah, it 
So the all I want video, that's track three on side two. So it's the same principle when you go down. I see what you did there. It's for the Australian you put way you, you put way more way more thought yeah, into this than I did. Oh, <laughs> I went. I went oh, yeah. We know. Uh, we know. We should have grandma yeah, yeah. figure out the order. But no, I uh, Yeah, she probably already has. So <laughs> I'm just being left in the dark as usual, but uh, but no, I agree. Like the physical, like the content, you can actually hold the fucking thing and look at it and touch it and throw it out the window if it sucks. But I, I get I get absolutely nothing from entering Spotify or or buying an iTunes yeah. item. You know, it does absolutely zero for me. And, so and I like a lot Spotify. of Spotify. My problems with Spotify is uh, we're doing like a Spotify advertisement here, but. The, the fucking scanner that goes up and down to get to the songs sucks. Yeah. You know, change the color, make it easier. I, but what was good is that you have a whole catalog and I can just listen from top to bottom from some band, everything they ever did. I like that. But what I don't like is they'll have like the live version, then the first version, then the radio edit. And you're like, yeah. I don't need to hear the fucking song eight times in a row. You know, <laughs> and the, the remaster, <laughs> the nine remasters. Uh, but but no, I, my biggest problem with that is actually if you're having a party, your computer is on, everybody constantly fucking changes the song. And they can't listen to the and whole nobody, song. It's like, no, 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 let me pick one. We'll exactly. Just nobody. Though. Ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. No, but people are more likely not to do that if they have to take a vinyl off, put it back yeah. into a sleeve, take oh. a new vinyl out, and or even a CD. I mean, so in that respect, I, I can use, I use Spotify when I'm, a, you know, just pissing about and listening to music but yeah. i try to stick to actually listening to whole albums <laughs> instead of uh, random playlists uh yeah. just because yeah. I, I i sort of feel like the music deserves it some, some sort of a lot of times it gets um you, you get flaky i haven't found a new band that i'm absolutely head over heels in love with for like 15 years and it's probably my own fault because i've been doing the playlist thing so you hear a song by that band that's pretty cool, but you never really follow up on it because then there's another song from another band that's pretty cool. When you when you didn't All that have yoga this option, music you just went down. To. It's hard. Yeah, it's incredible. You can really doze off driving, but but no, um, uh, just like back in the day, you had to actually you bought something and you already invested a lot of money in it, so you better fucking like it. And even if you yeah. sort of thought it, thought it sucked a little bit, remember we had like. You listen to it again times. and again and again because you can't afford to buy another yeah. record yeah. for a while. And you're like, it's it's got to be good. There's got to be something. And you keep trying. Exactly. And trying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And at, at some point, your, 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 your spirit gives up and just gives in. And it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> now, though, if you go to like garage sales <laughs> now, it's just Barbara Streisand yeah. and Neil Diamond sold more records than anybody in history. Everybody has one. Now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and you would think they'd all be brand new. It'd be like, oh, I bought it, but you didn't listen to it. No, of course not. But no, they're all they're all open and listened to, and they're all beat up. I'm like, man, people love Neil yeah. Diamond and Barbara Streisand. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's good old fashioned brainwashing, but it works. And I hope at, at, at some point that we get to the point where we can sell physical copies and brainwash people into liking it. You don't bring yeah. me flowers anymore. Just don't, don't stop believing, JJ. Don't okay. stop. Don't stop. 
So uh, you Why guys are. <laughs> you guys have been before you guys have been performing uh city kid shows or what were you busy on all weekend jj are you doing music oh, I was, uh, the city kids no we we haven't been performing city kids rehearsals yeah. yet okay um i was yeah. playing with yeah. bass in a band called sweet teas and i was playing guitar for some really cool guys called 13 stars that was kind of fun bit out of my comfort zone but fun yeah, yeah. So you did two shows over the weekend and you did one for one band and one for the other? Uh, one for one, two for the other. Wow, you're a busy guy. I was. Now I'm doing... It's a hired gun. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to catch up on him and being in as many bands as humanly possible. Yeah. Well, I saw Dan. I mean, how many albums have you played on for how many bands? You could be like... You know, in the NBA basketball, there's these. Uh, I was friends with this guy who had he had been transferred to more basketball teams than anybody else <laughs> in basketball history. So, so looking at Dennis's list, I mean, Dennis, geez, <laughs> do you like any of these bands? You just keep flipping to the next guy. <laughs> and that that can mean that can mean two things: either you're in high demand or you're really annoying. <laughs> so, but so so um, there's I been a lot know. of bands I, formed because they fired the guy they hated. <laughs> Yeah. he lost yeah. one hour so i would i wouldn't know um i honestly don't want to know <laughs> i'm just perfectly fine with things happening the way they do and uh, i don't need to know if it was all my fault i like <laughs> the illusion of uh of uh of the ways of the world and uh if that means I, I don't know how many albums i played on uh i would say 15 metric system <laughs> 20 I, I, yeah, well, <laughs> so yeah so that would be uh, like uh, 380 in uh in in the other weird measuring system so but yeah no i i have no idea uh, something like that yeah yeah okay. so uh but yeah it's it's not really but most of it isn't really bands i've been in it's just hey can you record this so and I have a recording studio at my home. So when I say, sure, I, I can do that. So a lot of them, uh, of the albums I played on, I, I've never even met half the people and I haven't been out gigging with them. So so uh, like solid bands that I was in, I would that probably goes down to about six or seven where we actually have been touring and doing the whole thing that you do when you do an album normally so right. so yeah about six or seven bands that i've been doing that with so it's not as drastic as it looks and sometimes i only play on one song on an album uh but you still get the fucking credit for it so yeah, I mean, right yeah. why not put it on the cv <laughs> yeah yeah i, I think frank's so, just in lots of stuff lately hasn't he um but i don't tend to do as much playing i'm more <laughs> I try and make the drums sound nice, so I want to do some mixing or bits and pieces like that. And it's quite cool. A yeah. little bit of playing, but, you know. Yeah, well, it's good to stay busy no matter what. Keep yourself active yeah. and, you know, stay up with cops. I I would say between JJ, me, and Frank Meyer, we probably did like 75% of all rock music that came out last year. Yeah. Because <laughs> everybody was bored to tears from this whole fucking pandemic thing. We have done so much stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, like uh, some of it being Warrior Soul. There's the new Thor album. JJ was in on that as well. He uh, helped with the drums and uh, City Kids next album. Uh, done, what else? I've done uh, with the an I've done, um, I did Anti some fashion. Yeah, 
the Frank and Spaghetti stuff. I did some of that. Um, yeah. Oh, it's I did that too. Yeah. Super suckers. The biker thing. Yeah. Yeah. Super suckers kick ass. I was listening to some of that stuff. It was great. Yes, they do. Kick ass. Yes, they do. I I had no fucking clue. You play on that as well? Me? I can't play shit. I did. Oh, him? Frank and Spaghetti. Frank and Spaghetti, the one with Brian Forsyth. Yeah. I did some bits and pieces on that. Yeah. A few of them. Cool. Okay, cool. They neglected to the mention that in the interview, so, those assholes. <laughs> of course they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Why spoil it? <laughs> All right, yeah. so here's the biggie. Well, the LGBT movement. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual. Who decided who would be first? Why isn't it the GLBT? Why is it the LGBT? <laughs> Oh, oh dear. there's so many answers could get you in trouble on that one, isn't there? I know. Yeah, he's looking for that. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, guessing, uh, I'm going to take the fifth. You guys don't have the fifth. You're from Scotland. That was an easy fucking way out. I have a fifth. Uh, yeah. Um, Who decided? I, yeah. mean, I, I think it was... Was there like a big meeting? Like They sent representatives and they were like, okay, we're the... I, I just... I can't. What really uh, gets to me about this is, um, I mean, they that the flag, the flag, the rainbow flag. You hate every the single. Flag? Lo- no, I don't. I love it, but but I I don't understand Who why there has to be like rainbow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but here's the thing: every line is straight. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, you're deep. Well. Did, did, did anybody put some thought into that? So I, I don't know. Some but, uh, I, but you know what? These, that, whatever they got going, um, just imagine. I, I mean, I sometimes like fantasize about being gay. Imagine coming home from work and say, hey, honey, uh, you want to get it on? And honey wants to get it on because he's a guy too. So that was a whole Henry after Rollins that, thing. After that, after that, you watch uh, a fucking Iron Maiden show on TV and drink beers and order pizza, and the day after you do the exact same thing. So Henry so, Rollins yeah. used to do this whole thing as part of his spoken word. Did you see it? Like we're talking long. Oh, he did. No. <laughs> yeah. So his whole pitch no. was like, "Gay guys got it made." You know, you come home, you both drink your beers or whatever, and he goes, "You know, I would totally be gay if it wasn't for the whole dick thing." <laughs> and it well, was a, he goes, but the rest of it's fucking great. <laughs> but yeah, but <laughs> how would he know? Thing, but he definitely had part of that. Somebody else might have been the move, but wasn't for the whole dick thing. But uh, okay, yeah, well, I don't know. Anyway, honestly, I haven't tried I it. I might enjoy it. Who knows? Uh, I know who came up what? with it. They must. Whoever came up with it must have been Welsh, because there's no vowels in that name. Ah. Yeah, we could all Welsh, Welsh name Welsh signpost is just a complete lack of vowels. Therefore, yeah. somebody Welsh came up with it. Somebody Welsh, yeah, maybe makes sense. <laughs> makes sense. That's a logical <laughs> step. Okay, here's another one that I yeah, it is. Do they do this where you guys are at? So here, if you want, so I went to a winery a couple weeks ago. That's where they have wine, and they. No, okay. not where people just whine because that's the internet. That's the no. Those are the city kids' fans. <laughs> 
of it. We're we, in the winery. We're at the winery. And they, and they uh, oh, you're at the winery? I'm over here at the pitchery. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's really pretty good. And we are sober. I know, me too. It's, yeah. uh, it's embarrassing. So they, yeah, what they say, hashtag they me too. Two doors. You have two doors that open up. And the door, it says, like, use yeah. the right door. Open both fucking doors. Wouldn't you think if you had a business, you want as many people to come in through whatever fucking door they can? Why do they lock the door on the left? And then the one on the right is the one that you pass through. <laughs> Open the fucking door. Oh, it's clearly a control thing, isn't it? Why? <laughs> they do it all over the place. I don't know. I've never had owned a brick and mortar business. Maybe it's like a thing. It could be like, um, could it be like some sort of... Uh subliminal uh, um i'm in control here you're welcome but this is my fucking house kind of thing maybe that's yeah. exactly whenever i see yeah. two doors whenever i see two doors i want to make an entrance yeah, yeah. if one door doesn't work i just fuck off again that's why they do it so you can't make a grand entrance maybe it's because it's wine and, yeah, okay. well, and you're not supposed to go Ta-da. see that's how tada was supposed to be tada. <laughs> Yeah. yeah and so what what's up with that uh i don't what know I, i've never been to a winery uh i i don't drink wine uh so i i drink I everything else don't worry <laughs> it's just i know it's i wasn't that worried thing really never wineries are oh, pretty actually out here they're beautiful snacks. but i don't like to drink either the wine all right no <laughs> it's just i see people sitting there i kind of get jealous when they sit there with their massive glasses and i just wish wow that could be like Plum snaps in that, but then again, all of a sudden, if you put plum snaps in a wine glass and sit there by the harper and sip it, you're apparently an alcoholic. So, you drink plum snaps? It's not sexy drinking, I guess. I drink anything. I, I can. I don't like the old thing, and you've got to hold it by the little thin thing and just sniff it. And it's like, who was it? There was some comedian over don't here. Don't sniff. <laughs> and said, don't sniff plum snaps <laughs> when the winner comes and gives him a bit of wine and he drinks and goes yes that's wine I'll have a bottle <laughs> that's well, I've never had it it doesn't sound like anything in my but this, but this, this is very prejudiced sort of because I'm, I'm just thinking you say you drink plum snaps it's kind of like what Henry Rollins said about the, the, the dick thing how would he know has you tried it in the great words of Rollins, I don't know. It might be, a, <laughs> it might be an enjoyable experience, you know. And and Maybe. same with plum snaps. Have you tried it? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, plum snaps. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I'll go down to my local store. I'll be like, I need some plum snaps. They'll be like, use the door on the right when you leave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck out. Here's <laughs> yeah. another one. So I was in. Uh, I'm at the CVS store here. CVS is drug store, right? And in front of me, there's this really yeah. pretty girl, and uh, they and they ask, "Oh, can we have? Can I have your phone number?" So they ask for your phone number, so they can punch you into the system, and then you get your nickel off, or maybe you don't, but they know what you ordered. And I'm thinking, like, what if it's Pamela yeah. Anderson? And they're like, "Can I get your phone number?" And then all the rest of the guys on the in line are just sitting there listening. So what do they do with like celebrity people? Do they ask them like, oh, "I need to put your phone number in my computer so you can?" I used to leave. One eight six seven five three zero nine, and they 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 won't work at like the supermarkets anymore. They actually eighty six the phone number when I put it in last time. <laughs> like that's not a real phone number. But for years I was eight six seven five three zero nine. 
<laughs> but it's just weird to me. Like, can I get your phone number? You'd be looking around like, no, fuck off. I don't even know you. You're not even buying me dinner. Well, <laughs> that's the cool thing. They don't do that around here. That's no. nice. I thought it was weird. Thing. That was a weird thing. Celebrities would surely have, have people to go and do it for them, though, wouldn't they? So. Well, maybe, you know, I was well, seeing maybe, maybe not bro. So like uh, Kid Rock, the you know, music dude, Kid Rock. So uh, he uh, I said the music dude is the doorbell rang and I totally got. So with Kid Rock, what he was, <laughs> was kind of like, you know, the guy does music. So with I'm real quick, who it is because they're ringing the doorbell. I'll be real quick and then we'll just cut back in. Me too. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> Smoking time. Oh, you've changed. What do you mean? I just had to go get my chacha. So. I just thought that's a that's a good tongue you have going on there. Yeah, well, while you were away, I actually made out with a unicorn as well. So, but you'll never see because you'll probably cut it out. <laughs> uh, uh, no, that's what I've always wanted to see. Yeah, I know. We'll, we'll catch up eventually. See, see this weekend, man. I got like I've been, I've been using a clean guitar sound, and actual. That chords. is odd. <laughs> oh no, no you're I'm getting not. like a. I'm. I'm just gonna do a test. Can you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Is the sound okay or is it terrible? No, it's fine. No, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Now I just gotta. Uh, fuck. Oh, hold on. The sun's oh, going well, down. Never mind. Because um, you switched positions. Sorry, uh, we, we, my neighbor. I can't hear. So yeah. yeah, my neighbor. Because I'm doing all this yard work, and we um, so I cut down all the trees and shit. Because there's like rats and stuff back there. Well, she's like, I think she's like 104 years old or something. They told me, and I've never met her. <laughs> so I just knocked on her door this morning just to introduce myself and let her know, like, hey, you know got to do a little cleaning up over there there's a lot of rats (laughs) (laughs) i don't know does a rat know how to climb a tree fuck yeah (laughs) (laughs) anyway i don't know sorry we were talking about really important stuff i know (laughs) it was was a big deal (laughs) the universe as we know it yeah there was a lot changing should we go back to music stuff we can do. Uh, I don't know. I'm, better. I don't know. I'm sort of over that now. I want to know about the rat in your neighbor's too late? The yard. Neighbors. Yeah, it's actually kind of cool. Yeah, well. We have a, we have a song called Rats and a, an EP that isn't an EP called Rats. It's a good link. A nine song EP with a bonus track. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I know, but I think but the good. concept was, the concept was really cool because the concept was. And so you remember when you used to get the old split EPs with one band on one side and one band on the other? Yeah. 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 This was kind of the opposite of that, where you had two bands on everything. So it was like yeah. a combined EP, and then it kind of grew. And we were sat there going, well, we did two songs with those guys on the album. And then, well, one of them got bumped for Corey, <laughs> as you would. <laughs> And he was fine with that. And then we thought, well, we'll redo these. There's a couple of songs that we like that we think are pretty cool, but they're not, 
basically because the standard of songs we have for the next album is really cool. So these were like, these are cool songs that we don't want to waste, but they're never making the final cut. Right. So we thought, well, if we put them on, there's your four, there's your EP. And then I kind of went, I wouldn't mind covering like one of their tracks, like one of the Suicide Notes tracks, but I would wait. So we did that. So you're up to five. Then one of them went, hey, how about Bathroom Wall? We've always wanted to do that. These guys all just yeah. went, yeah, cool. And I'm, I was working with their guitarist and bass player as well as Frank on the anti-fashion stuff. And we were kind of halfway through and we just kind of thought, well, we could throw like Bad Luck, the social D one in there. Yeah. And Can just I just clarify uh, the anti-fashion uh, stuff is actually a, a social distortion covers album. Killer. I yeah, love so, so, distortion. So, yeah. Not necessarily the ones you'll expect, but ones we liked. Wow. Yeah, there's, which there's I a big plan. out of you two. There's a big plan for that, which is um, we're going to kind of have a, it's kind of me and Frank and Scotty are like, so you have two vocals and drums, two guitars and whatever else Frank wants to do. But then have a sort of revolving number of people. Should um, we be nervous that Frank is like, the boss? Every, every album is going to be called <laughs> a bit of Right. So the first one's called a bit of distortion, but we might do a bit of the Stones, a bit of Credence, a bit of Hanoi Rocks, that kind of thing. That'd be fun. And just pick a band and just roll with like a bunch of songs. Did you guys we play with that. his Van Halen thing that he was doing? Were either one of you on that? I did uh, both. I did things. Yeah, you, I did, yeah, I did you, drums, you did yeah. things. Yeah, I did things. Uh, I, I played guitar in it, and. Uh, Bass player from Flush to Fashion, my other band, Biani. He played uh, bass, of course. And then the drummer was uh, Ivan from Warrior. So, cool. So, yes, I, same I sort of mashup. You want to make an acoustic bit in the middle, but I don't. I want an acoustic guitar, which is somewhere we 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 go well with. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing no, is, that's why it ended up being a clean electric because I didn't have an acoustic guitar either. <laughs> You really don't. I didn't think you no. might do it. How many electric guitars do you have? Uh, 14. And you don't have a single acoustic? No, it's a stupid instrument. I mean, it's a stupid instrument. <laughs> nah, I'm not an acoustic kind of guy. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't do acoustic. Yeah, because you mean, don't have a guitar to play with. Yeah, but why would I? It doesn't even have like whammy bow or humbuggers, you know? So, <laughs> no, it's just, I, I kind of view it like it's a different instrument. I mean, I've, I was never interested in acoustic instruments at all. So, and it's kind of like when you see like uh, a bass player in your band, hey, so do you have a floor bass? And he says, no, why not? You're a bass player. Well, that's a different instrument. Okay, yeah, but you just asked me if I had an acoustic. So, you know, it's, I, I kind of view it the same way. It's a different instrument. And I played in like a like complete shit i'm so fucking bad at it huh i, I, I enjoy I watching so how yeah. old were you when you first started playing guitar i was like 14 listening to ingby malmstein i didn't give a shit about acoustic guitars <laughs> and did you take proper lessons at 14 or were you teaching yourself i was teaching myself if you go take proper lessons do you think they'd make you start an acoustic or they don't give a shit either he I, I, I know they would because we looked into it <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is the most boring thing I've ever seen. So I'm, I'm going to just get this 80 bucks electric guitar and make noise till it sounds okay. 
that that's kind of what everybody did back then. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, well, it it I mean, I in in hindsight, I might have benefited a little bit from some acoustic training, but uh yeah, but yeah, it is what it is. all having a good time. I mean, yeah. 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 So um, but yeah, I don't do acoustics. I I, I played acoustic guitar life like a total of 20 times for one song, and that's it. Yeah, I'm so and I sucked at it. I don't know why I'm so surprised, but I'm totally surprised. Yeah. What about you, JJ? Why don't you have an acoustic guitar, you freaking animal? Because <laughs> I'm mainly quite punky. Yeah. I have no it name. Was a giraffe mongoose, I expected it. But, well, yeah. No, like, he's a giraffe mongoose. Yeah. Um, my, yeah spirit animals, my spirit animal's Jeff from Rules of Engagement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> have you watched yeah, that tv it. show uh the soccer one it's called uh ted lasso no damn funny. not yet it's yeah. really funny it's good over here that would be a football show <laughs> well yeah no, that's true. It is. It's, it's football it's football but it's uh i don't really get it i don't know you got to watch it but yeah he goes to england he's an american football american football teacher or something and then he moves to england and he becomes a a, a footballer coach but uh it's very good it's it's real stupid it's funny it's good that works for me i like stupid yeah well i should get a tv someday sounds great <laughs> uh, i don't have one i need it i have a tv it's not plugged in i use it for netflix and uh yeah and that's what netflix, we're like. stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah, we're the same. We just watch. I whatever. think, or not even watch. I just put on Family Guy and then run. I think I've been through every season at least ten times. But it's just background, <laughs> right? But it's great background because you can sit down and actually enjoy it, and then you can piss off in the middle of it, and you won't miss a beat. <laughs> a lot, honestly, a lot of people really do. You put it on when you go to sleep and stuff. I, I never did any of that. I used to listen to Air Supply yeah. to go to sleep. Worked good. I believe you. <laughs> All right. So question. So I was going to start a podcast and my friend has a fifth grade daughter and the fifth grade daughter was with her little friends and they came out and they were very on top of it. And they said, you need to ask all your guests when they first felt famous. I actually like the question. I've had some fantastic answers. So bear in mind, you're talking to a fifth grade girl, a little girl, but if we right. broaden the question to uh, when was the first time that you felt like you were on the right track, some moment happened in your career that was exciting, you met somebody, something that was had an impact to you. It doesn't necessarily need to be when you felt famous. Um, it's just I got I got a good one. Um, well, uh, this was like it's a long time ago, but we did. Um, I can't re recall the the uh, exact year, but that can actually be researched because I'm, I'm getting to that. Because uh, we just did like the first album we were ever going to play uh, or, or we ever released with my old band Star Rats. And we didn't have a record deal or anything like that. We just recorded the album and then we had to shop it. And um, I saw Alice Cooper was coming to Denmark. Oh, and yeah. I thought, wow, that's a great support gig. That would be a great second gig in our career <laughs> to, to get the support for Alice Cooper. So I picked up the phone. That this was bad. This was before like internet was a thing. So I picked up the phone and called Live Nation. <laughs> and uh, and the guy on the other end, you could actually just look it up in the phone book back then. Now it's impossible to find these numbers. But I, I called them and said, hi, my name is Dennis. We just recorded an album that we looked into releasing. 
uh, when a label picks it up, um, it's really good. And uh, we would like to support Alice Cooper. <laughs> and the guy at the other end of the phone, he was like, all right, that's pretty ambitious. So, oh, thank you. Yeah, okay, you got it. Um, uh, sure, you have get in at five. <laughs> it's like, okay, thank you. The same day? No, no, no it, was, I, it was a different date. It was like a month oh. in, in advance of there. And I well, was Alice like, Cooper's hard up. He's kind of like, <laughs> I know. And I hung up the, I hung up the phone and thought, Oh shit, that was easy. Why doesn't everybody do this? Yeah. Well, then I started huh? flicking. Then I started flicking through like the, the newspaper and I saw, Oh my God, Skid Row is playing in Copenhagen. You know what? This is something called ET concerts and not Life Nations. I can actually call these guys too. And I called them up and said, hello, my name is Dennis. I have a, a band. We just recorded an album, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I see Skip Row is playing. Can we support them? And they said, oh, we're going to have to look into that. And I thought, okay, well, that's not going to happen. I left my phone number. And five minutes later, they called me back. Yeah, you can support them. I was like, what the hell is everybody whining about? This is the easiest fucking thing in the world, just getting great support gigs. So we played those two gigs and I was like, okay. Mr. Newspaper, let's see what you got for me now. And uh, I saw a bunch of cool ass shows and uh, I started calling and, uh, and I, I was told eventually to send an email instead because I got a computer and I was like, okay, cool. And nothing happened for five years. Oh, <laughs> man. And yeah, so I was like, oh, so that's what everybody was whining about. Okay, I get it now. <laughs> I, I might just have been incredibly lucky. But those like two months where I got the Skid Row and the Alice Cooper support gigs without a record deal. And we just recorded the, the fucking album. Cool. We did. Yeah. That, that was like, I felt like, okay, people know we're coming now because we did an album and they take us seriously because of that. <laughs> of course that they didn't, but, uh, but we were lucky to get those two uh, support gigs and, and I felt pretty important. And then of course the, rock got pulled away from my feet and uh, i've been like climbing slowly and steadily up ever since then but uh, that was a good uh that was a good uh double whammy uh getting those two support keys that felt important and like i was getting somewhere well and you know sincerity it's a little bit of hope uh makes Guess you so, work yeah. harder because it's exciting you know it's really neat it was a great catalyst because I was like, holy shit, why am I not getting anything? We need more albums. We need to do more. We need to play more. And so in the end, it sort of worked out because I probably, if, if we just, uh, well, of course, if we just gotten like Alice Cooper and Skid Row gigs for the rest of our lives, that would have been fine. But uh, I think like the work you had to put into it or figuring out there's a lot to put into it because you already got a taste of what you could do. Uh, and of course you wanted more. So, uh, and then, of course, you had to put in the work afterwards, but I think that was a great uh, catalyst for, for getting stuff done and, and try and, and take this to a, a, another level and take it outside your own country and uh, pay the fucking insane amount of cash driving around in a fucking Winnebago without a roof and all that shit. Right. So, uh, yeah. So it, it, it did amount to something. And I think that's like the moment. Um, that felt important. What about you, JJ? Do you feel important? Yeah, what do you got? Ah, I don't know. I have loads. Most of mine are more recent. Like, I think, for, for me, one, of the, well, one, one thing that was really cool was when we did the, the bonus album of covers, and I got yeah. loads of feedback from the guys whose songs we covered. 
So, you know, when you, you, you know, like the guys with the motors, the wild arts, Eddie's, the super soccer said we did a really cool version of their song and things. You kind of think, okay, that's that's pretty cool. Definitely, definitely. We're on the right track, even though it's not Aristotle, we're on the right track. Yeah. And that was kind of, yeah. It's like at that point, you're kind of thinking, hey, maybe I don't suck too bad now. Yeah, this is pretty yeah, cool. That, that was a nice confidence boost. Because <laughs> yeah. we also pick songs by bands who are like, they all have the, the pickiest fans in the world. And it's like, it's like yeah. a set list of songs that if their <laughs> fans don't like it, it's like almost like a death list. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know. Come. But no, I mean, the guy, one of the guys I know is over there, it's like a huge treat, cheap trick guy. And he's rights for the official cheap trick fan clubs and things. And he just went, that's killer. You know, and I, I actually think when we when you said, hey, guys, you want to do a wild heart song and co commit collective <laughs> suicide? I was like, okay, let's try that. <laughs> you know, it's like... What we're going to do, we're going to do Wild Hearts, Springsteen, Cheap Trick, Motorhead. It's like one of these is bound to get us killed. Yeah. <laughs> and none of them did. So that's like, that was so cool. far. I think when, so far. Yeah, we haven't done them live yet. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have any dates scheduled? Yeah, two weeks. Cool. Yeah. It's the first one. We're doing a bunch yeah. of festivals, and then we've got like a, a bunch of dates in October with our um, <laughs> EP buddies. <laughs> That's going to be fun or messy, potentially both. Hopefully both. Fessy. Fussy? Mm. It's going to be fussy. Fussy. A, fussy. a perfect blend of fun and messy. It's going to be fussy. I like fucking band fussy. Always yeah, thinking, but... Dennis. Always thinking. That's why do they call I... Rapo? Because you have long hair. <laughs> no, we were in Spain with Warrior Soul, and uh, apparently the merch uh, girl overheard some locals uh, pointing to the stage and going, El Guapo. They were pointing at me. <laughs> so, uh, and I was like, uh, fucking cool. I got a nickname, it means the handsome one. But then later on, I, I probably figured out they probably just watched the three amigos. So, uh, but hey, I'll take it anyway. So, it, how, it, long it, it just, start, how long ago did this happen? It's like three years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it, it, it partially stuck because the drum on Warrior Soul is Spanish. So, he, he took a great liking to this name. <laughs> so, do you speak Spanish? So, not even, no. Not not that much. I think it's for funny. I know like this cerveza, and that's about it. Uh, and then I can, then I can ask for directions to the library because I watched uh, Anchorman, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Or was that uh, California man? I can't remember. Donde está la biblioteca? Wasn't that uh, was Encino man? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That could be. Could be. And I do a pretty mean, uh, I, I do a pretty mean French with Texan accent. Let's hear. Oh, you want to hear it too? Okay. Uh, say uh, JJ's. I'm just going to order a baguette. Uh, uh, un baguette, mercy. <laughs> yeah. So nobody knows what I'm saying then. It's, it is what it is. Baguette, mercy. That's nice. Baguettes yeah, are I'm important just, though. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. 
Okay. <laughs> no, it's just, I, I need to plug it into. Um... We're probably winding down anyway, Dennis. It's not like it's a big deal. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. but yeah, electricity is a drug. I'm not cutting you off. But... Okay. Well, <laughs> well, what it is, I is I found like, so apparently after 15 minutes, people don't listen. And then I'm just talking about in general, not me, but that's just the rule. I guess after 15 minutes of podcasting, it's hard to get people to listen. So I started to do chapter inserts on them. So people would just click to the parts that they think are cool. And, um, ah. But after an hour, it's just a lot. So I've been cutting them <laughs> down a little bit just uh, because I think maybe it'll improve the people actually paying attention. So with that being said, I'm going to cut all that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. It's based off. We just like repeat that again. <laughs> yeah, it was actually so I did the because you know I wrote a book um, called Memoir of a Roadie, and the book was the number one new release on Amazon in the biography section, and it's going to wow. hit a million pages read this month. So it was a total shock because uh, I'm a fucking idiot. So we, we write the book. The book very funny, and then um, my friend said, "Do the podcast." And have your friends tell stories and you can keep the book going, the longevity of the uh, success of it. So it's like, oh, OK, so I've been trying to figure it out as we go along. But um, it's been real fun. It's been going pretty good. I don't know people seem to like the episodes. It's just random shit. I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. So that's what's been going <laughs> on. Twist. You've never actually been a roadie. <laughs> that would be great. Actually, so I was going to do one for Guns N' Roses. Uh, he, that's all yeah. they talk about is Guns N' Roses. It's a guy named Brando who's actually really good. And so I, I read in the Guns N' Roses forum, like I, I, I saw a link, somebody sent me a link, I can't remember. And it was like, this guy's full of shit. He never worked for Guns N' Roses. And I'm thinking, <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> that I, I would, anybody could be that bright to write a 500 page book and it's all fake. They never, ever went on tour. That's a, a fundamental achievement, it, man. <laughs> isn't the trick just to call it the unofficial, uh, autobiography well, i guess you could but you think you could write 500 pages of fake shit i mean that would be a big achievement i can't I, so interesting i loved this dude he was just such a great fucking storyteller and he had worked yeah. with twisted sister and he's like twisted sister was fucking god well was i'm like <laughs> i still kind of like him he goes I fucking love him. I'm like, okay, just checking. And then, so he was really good at his story. And he was like, Hanoi Ross. So I went and listened to that day. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then he, writes, he goes, so did you try it? I'm like, fuck yeah. He goes, live album, bro. Live album, seriously. So he's telling me now, I'm like, oh man, I'm in, I'm in. So yeah, that's all the reason why we all got in the music. You, listen you, keep to on, you could keep on going with Michael Monroe. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm actually one of those few people that thinks the Michael Monroe albums are even better. Oh, I have to check it out. I haven't done it. The, I mean, even some of them. like the latest albums, fucking brilliant albums, all of them, like the past 20 years. Neat. You need to check that out. Because if you yeah. like, uh, you're going to really enjoy this. It's It's got uh, the same, maybe even more so of uh, weird stones uh, and uh, punky sort of vibe to it. Than Hanoi Rocks did, but that was mostly because of the era they were uh, in. Yeah. But they still had it. But this, Michael Monroe, uh, he's really, really fucking brilliant. Every album he's done is fantastic, especially like the last three or four. 
So yeah, that's we'll something we should right? pick up on. That's one of the benefits of all this. Uh, I think we lost him. So I, uh, hey, you guys. <laughs> he's back. Or are we just starting? I don't know. Hey. I don't know. I, I ran out of juice. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway. No, we, just talk, we just talk shit about you for the last time. We talk a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. You, you might want to watch what we talked about when you were in that talking to your neighbor. About <laughs> My rats. neighbor about the rat situation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if she really is a hundred years old, she looked great, man. <laughs> she like walked past for like eighty two. <laughs> well, she was like not a day over eighty nine. You single? <laughs> I don't know. She was like leaning up against the door, like what the fuck, neighbor? <laughs> you get that shitty English car in your in your garage that's loud as fuck. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Now you come to take my pet rat? <laughs> what is this shit? Rat. So, so you saw them running around? I'm like, there is a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, what would be a good one? A good short one to end off with? Um, the first time I, I met Maria, so we, uh, when I, I got drafted to the band we my band was supporting warriors soul in copenhagen after the gig they asked me hey you want to join the band and i said yeah because i was a like a teenage fan i grew up with warrior so so um and next thing i know is i get a set list of 28 songs by mail and a flight ticket to london a month later and i was like okay so when are we rehearsing i oh, will do that when you get here and when i got there the address i went to was a bar in uh i think Wheatham. <laughs> or Tooting Back Wreck, and it was called The Manor Arms, and Corey Clark and Christian Kimmel from the band was already in there being pretty pissed. So uh, I joined in, I had like a, a few hundred beers. The drummer joined in later on, he came all the way from Spain. And then we went to uh, a Mexican restaurant, and the next thing I know, we wake up on the record uh, exec's floor in his apartment, uh, and somebody saying, shit, we gotta get going, it's geek time. So. Uh, that was the first Warriors <laughs> rehearsal we had. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, yeah, we we, we, On point. we drank and went to a Mexican restaurant. So, so that was pretty uh, like uh, into the fire sort of stuff. Do you know the songs? I hope you do because we've got a lot of them and uh, we are on now. <laughs> That's awesome. And it went yeah, okay. That's very Warriors. So that's how they roll. So we'll all hang out at some point in life. I have no doubt. I I'll, think so. I'll invite Frank. <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> I can't talk too much sincerely because I haven't met him, so I don't want to be too much of an asshole. Like, I was talking <laughs> shit. I've never even met the guy. You know, I'll be like, maybe. maybe. <laughs> All right, boys. Thanks for your time. I'll talk to you guys. Thank both you. Soon. Thanks. More than a pleasure. Cheers. Take care. Hey, thanks for watching Party Like a Rockstar. If you're not already subscribed to the Facebook or YouTube channels, do it. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. The handle is Party of Stars. Thanks for watching. You'll see you next time.